All right, we live. Welcome to Grapple Media. This is your boy, Fred Jones. Feeling good today. This is my co-host. Big Russ lifts seven trucks. I ain't got enough trucks. It's all about Nike right now. Uh, he sees all about Nike today. <laughs> we got a lot of music to cover today, man. Today is a day, man. I woke up pretty early for this SummerSlam 2021. Your boy is going to be live in the building. Honestly, man, it's not that it's another SummerSlam for me because I think it's my second SummerSlam attending. First one, Suplex City was born. This one, it might be, you know. Time for Tribal Chief to become the man, but it's because my family, man. It will actually be my daughter's first event, man. She's six years old. She's excited. Oh, wow, man. That's creating, creating lifelong memories, man. They always switching up who's their favorite. Oh, see, my daughter, my daughter has been, she, she loves, she's all about Charlotte Flair. Ever since she was like two, <laughs> she's all about Charlotte. Yeah, it's like, my daughter was Nia Jax one week and then Charlotte another week, but now it's Sasha Banks. It's all about Sasha. Well, let, let me let me let me backtrack because uh, my daughter was the first word she learned. This is when during that 2016 time when Goldberg was around. So the first mm-hmm. thing was Goldberg, and then she started seeing Charlotte with the robes and all that stuff. She's just been all about Charlotte there ever since. I mean, you know, that's what got me about Rick. You know what I mean? It was the ropes. The ropes caught me. Yeah. I was like, between him and Ghostface, them the two best robes in the game. Yes. Yes. <laughs> People sleep on Ghostface Killer, man. Man, Ghostface, Ghostface the, the, he, he, he's the flashiest, richest hood dude I've ever seen. <laughs> that, that's, People be talking about dip and shit. They ain't got nothing on Ghostface, bro. I'm telling you, Ghostface... Ghostface, he, he he gets overlooked sometimes, in my opinion. You don't get the credit he deserves as a lyricist because he's a, of course he's in a group with, you know, you got the, the Inspector Decks, the Jizzards, the Method Man's in there. So I mean, it's easy for him to get lost in the shuffle. But I, I, I he's my favorite one out of the Wu Tang. Yeah, I'm about to say that was God, that was God MC MCing right there. But let's get right to it, man. SummerSlam 2021, man. It looks like lightning card live. But first and foremost, before we get there, what do you think of the build-up of SummerSlam? Do you think they did a good job? Could they do a better job as always? What do you think about the build-up to SummerSlam in general? The build-up is it's a few holes in there. And I'm not gonna be that. I'm not gonna be like you know the masses and everybody else to, you know, nitpick WWE while praising AEW for doing similar stuff. There's a lot of holes in like the, the Goldberg and Lashley thing is meh. Because I mean, I'm and me personally, I'm disappointed because that's not the match that I wanted. Um, and the the Nikki Ash, Rhea Ripley. That's probably low key the biggest disappointment as far as build up going into SummerSlam. And here's why. They want Nikki Ash to be the sympathetic babyface, right? Yeah. So and I get it, she's she she she's your champion. My opinion she shouldn't be. 
but they should have had her going into SummerSlam if they want to build her, if they want more sympathy and want to build her up as a sympathetic baby face. They they should have had her getting not necessarily losing matches, but getting the crap beat out of her every week going into SummerSlam. If they wanted to build that up, but I mean, get that title off of her. You know that that's that's a big disappointment. The best buildup, however, I would say. Um, Roman and Cena, because they're trading jabs on the mic, and I'm here for it. I love it. Um, Edge, and after last night, Edge and Seth Rollins, that's a good buildup. Um, I mean, Edge carrying it. Yeah, I mean, because Seth, it's because of Seth's character. I don't know what they're doing. Like they, He's like the Craig Sager of wrestling now. Rest in peace. <laughs> I tell you, that's Tyson Fury. Him and Tyson Fury got the same tailor. <laughs> so I don't know what's going. I don't know what they're trying to do with Seth. Um, but I mean, it's it's, it's a good buildup. I mean, I, I can't wait to see that match. I wish they would have made it like a, I don't know, a last man standing or something like that. Like add add another stipulation to it because the rivalry that, seems to heat it up. Yeah, that match is looking to steal the show though. It's one of the matches that's going to uh, amaze the crowd. Yeah, of course. You know, and um, RK it's, bro, it's going, yeah, you said RK bro, yeah, RK bro thing. I'm here for that too. I, 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 I like it. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't want almost and styles to end so early because it's like, what, what's next for Niggerlies? Like, don't, don't let Niggerlies go by the wayside. I, I don't, I don't want, you know, see, I don't want, the, I don't want them to get the tag titles just yet, not yet. I would say let let uh let AJ and almost carry him to Survivor Series. That's what I would do. But don't it almost look like the the writing on the wall in a way though? Yeah, yeah, it is because I mean you know yeah, unfortunately. But then again, they could pull a swerve. Remember WrestleMania twenty when everybody thought Mick Foley and The Rock were going to beat Evolution, and <laughs> that and to our surprise, they didn't. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was oh four, you know. Yeah. Chip Triple H or whoever's with Triple H was gonna get over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean? he was doing that rate of terror. But yeah, you got a point though. They did build it up like it was obvious. I I, I see it could probably be a couple of swerves tonight, but let's get right into it, man. What I think is going to be on the pre-show is two matches here. First match is Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Who you got winning that match if you give a damn at all? I don't give a good goddamn at all. Why why is Eva Marie even back? Why? I I I am calling in the question if, if if that's even her. Even that's the real <laughs> <laughs> That's the I robot version. Yeah, I robot version or a clone. That's not that's not the <laughs> Eva Marie that was there oh oh seven, oh eight, or whatever she was there. Oh um, yeah. I- as I know this right now, world, y'all don't hear the voice of the tribal chief of Southeast, Mr. Fortune 500. Shout out to you out there. Guaranteed he'll be on the next one, because I know he'll be all over this shit right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, but don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, Big Mark. I'm going to get him for you, because this shit is, <laughs> this is, oh, goodness, why Why is this match even on the card? What are they doing with Alexa? Why is even uh, the and Bray Wyatt's not? This is this is warm cheeks already, Big Yes, like I rolled my eyes as soon as I, as soon as you as soon as you said this match was on the card. I'm just like, Lord Jesus! Like, open, open, rhinoceros ass. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, rhinoceros pism. Or rhinoceros pism. <laughs> Disease rhinoceros pism. <laughs> this joke's about to be some garbage, man. Oh, my. Why would they? Why would they even do that? I'm glad it's on the pre-show. Shouldn't be on the card at all, in my opinion. But thank God it's on the pre-show. Not too many people gonna bullshit. Thank God it's on a Saturday too. I think the crowd gonna take it a little easy because they got a day to rest tomorrow. They had to go to work tomorrow. We'd be like, get this shit over with. Nobody wants to stay up for this shit. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully somebody bring a beach ball to the Legion Stadium for this match. Yeah, I went by getting a little wave going. WWE, they, they they slacking with this with, with that with that match. They starting off bad. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Hopefully, hopefully it's one of them just last minute. I'll be like, I don't think this match is worthy. <laughs> it's one of them. All right, the next match that's going to be the pre-show. Probably going to open the cards. You got Drew McIntyre, everybody's favorite superhero. The Mahal, the Maharaja, one of the most underrated champions this decade. But that's another story. Yeah, they could have they could have did a little more with them. They could have did a little more. I like yeah, modern day Maharaja. But anyway, <laughs> who who you got on this match? You got Drew McIntyre or the Maharaja? If WWE was smart, they would put Drew. They would put a, a gender over. If they were smart, but we're talking Why'd about that. I mean, you don't. You don't want you don't want Drew to end up getting the 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 Roman Reigns uh, treatment. Remember when they were just trying to force Roman Reigns down people's throat? Yeah, we get it. Drew is strong. We get it. Um, but Jesus Christ, give it a break. Give it a rest. Take him out the title picture. I mean, have him have him put gender over just this one time. Because why is gender? What's the point of bringing gender back if he's just going to be fed to Drew McIntyre? It's not. It's not going to benefit either one of them if well, they have they win. Well, as y'all know, and I can tell the world now, I don't really watch Raw SmackDown. I skim through and watch segments. And one of the buildups I did watch was this particular buildup because, like, Jinder Mahal would be a good heel right now in today's company. I think you can use him for something. And uh, Drew McIntyre is one of the ones I've been watching because I think once the trade happens. I mean, once the draft happens, he's going to SmackDown anyway. But I'm going to be honest. A lot of his promos, this buildup has been ass. They haven't been typical Drew promos. Yeah, no. They've been that uh, scripted. I'm sick and tired of hearing Scottish war stories and history. I'm, oh, man. Just yeah, yeah, man. It's like, no. Is I watching the History Channel? Is this like America's Deadliest Warriors? Whatever that show was where they had like Shaka Zulu fight Genghis Khan and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? It's like, all right, man, if you auditioned for the Patriot too, let me know. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he, he has not been knocking it out the park with the promos lately, to say the least. That's why, that's why WWE, and here's where they need to take a page out of AEW's book, unfortunately. They need to stop doing these scripted promos. Stop doing these scripted promos and let some of these guys, because Drew, he doesn't need a script. No. Drew, is, Drew is good on the mic as it is. He doesn't need a script. So stop certain people, stop having them do scripted promo. The ones that are weak with giving promos, of course, script it, write it, 
You know, well, here's but, a, here's an idea: bring back the manager, bring back good managers. Exactly. It's a such thing as good managers still. You can find some. I mean, they'd never be like they used to be, but still. I mean, and then, like to me, honestly, to have I like Roman and Paul Heyman together. Do they really need to be together? I would say so because Paul Heyman he does a great job without even talking. Like his yeah, facials I mean, and his acting and stuff, he's like the perfect stooge for him. Yeah, I mean he he's pretty much he's pretty much the hype man. Like when, when Roman when Roman cuts the promo, but I mean they can use Paul somewhere else with some of these other guys who can't talk for shit. <laughs> It was almost like when Heyman was with Punk. Did Punk really need Heyman? Uh, not really, but still, it still worked because how Heyman was in the background. I mean, I'm not saying it's not working. You know, it's just I feel like, you know, some of these other guys who have to do these scripted promos, they just, just stop doing the scripted promos and either put them with a manager that can talk or just don't have them talk at all. Like, have them be – I mean, you don't want a bunch of guys walking around here being the strong, silent type. But, I mean, at least – Stop having them do scripted promos, and not or or not talk at all. You know. Yeah, I, I, I give you that, but yeah, this 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 could have been a lot better build up. I would rather see the build up like how Drew had with Sheamus, so they were just beating the hell out of each other. No, what what was missing from it? I wish they would have threw a lot of the three and B history in there instead of having a beef over what a sword and a bike. Like, <laughs> <laughs> elementary school or something, man. Like, you took my sword. You're still my bike. <laughs> <laughs> Some reset build up, man. Oh man, that's hilarious. All right, man. So who you got? Who you got winning this match? Um, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Jinder. Go with Ginger. They have to do it. I think Drew gonna win it, but um, what did, what did Mr. Fortune pick? If Mr. Fortune did send the picks, I know it's on the chat or the IG. I can't get to it right now, but I think you pick. I think he picked Ginger. He picked Ginger too. Oh, what type of what type of question is that? If y'all listening to the show, y'all know you fucking hate Drew, y'all. So yeah, Ginger Mahal for the win for Mr. Uh, Fortune there. Uh, Drew McIntyre for me, man. They're going to go status quo. I don't believe in WWE progression right now. All right, man. Let's knock the tag team matches out the way. Start with the Raw Tag Team Championship. You got AJ and Omos, a.k.a. Niggalies, versus RK Bro. Right now, chilling at poolside at the MGM Resort on the Strip. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, Riddle home. Oh, that's, that's from there, right? Yeah. yeah, he home. I mean, FSW grad, baby. Oh. So people gotta realize that Riddle is home. So I'm not gonna lie. Let me spoil y'all my pick right now. RK bro for the win. Well, yeah, you put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. We know we know WWE history. Most people lose at home, but I I don't think they're gonna do that to Riddle. And look for a unusual pop for Riddle too. If Brett can lose at home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that dude's a Canadian hero. But I mean, due to circumstances, though, we'll talk about that one day when we have a a whiskey and wrestling episode or a wine and cigar episode. Come we'll talk about that one day. We're going to dive into our thoughts on the Montreal school job because I, I think it had to happen. Oh, I, I agree with you. I agree with you now. 
if it was I, I, Scott Hall was on to something. It could have been. It could have been a work. Kevin Nash was on it too. I believe it could have been a work. I mean, it could have been a great because the whole he wrote WCW on the screen could have been a big, a great work. It did somehow, some way, the greatest documentary of all time. Caught the moment afterwards. I mean, it it, it seems very fishy. It really does. It ended it ended the era of wrestling. If you think about it. Yeah, it wasn't no more new generation, right? Yeah, and then it ushered in, it ushered in, uh, um, just the like, animosity and stuff of Brett for so many years. It's hard to keep a work for so long. The reason why I think, well, the reason why I think he, the animosity probably came from the fact that he didn't want that style, that that era to end. He didn't want that era to end, and he had to leave a company that he was loyal to in order for it to change. You know, I don't think he wanted to leave. Yeah, but let's keep it real, though. Man, yeah. Especially if we knew what was going to happen after that, though, with them pretty much killing his brother. Oh, man. That one still hurts to this day. Yeah, we're going to do episode. We're going to have a whole breakdown of the screw job and what happened afterwards and all of that. We're going to have a deep dive ominous. We are one day. It's gonna be one of two hour episodes that you wanna but yeah, who you got one in this tag match? Um I'm gonna say uh, it's a tough one. It's probably the toughest pick. I'm gonna go with AJ and almost. I I, I think it's too soon for their range. You got the retain? Yeah, I got to retain. I don't know. I got a feeling, man, Matt Riddle at home. They might show some hometown cooking, man. The only way I don't see it happening is it's it's finally going to be the time when Randy turn on him for real. Yeah, that's yeah. That 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 could be it. And that could be that could be a way to turn Randy back heel. If he don't, yeah. If he don't turn on him, I don't see. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Yeah. But honestly, my honestly, my gut feeling though, I really got um, I really got RK bro winning. All right, I'm trying to see who Mister Fortune has here. He had uh, he had RK bro. Yeah, RK. Of course, he's a Randy Orton fan. Come on, I should be knowing this stuff. I should know you better, cuz. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the SmackDown tag team match. You got a rematch. The last match was actually good. Hopefully, this one follows up. You had um, Usos, the champions, Jimmy and Jay, versus father and son, Ray and Dominic. So, brothers versus father and son. I kind of like the whole family dynamic. But who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Usos. I'm going with the Usos. It seems like I, it really seems like Dominic may turn on Ray or walk on one of them. You think it's time? Because I said it in the show months ago that I still think Mania is going to be Ray last match and it's going to be versus Dominic. Dominic going to be the one to retire Ray. I mean, I don't know if it, I wouldn't. I don't know if it's time yet, but I can feel it brewing. If it doesn't happen, if it doesn't happen in SummerSlam. It's going to happen soon. Let's go have it by Survivor Series. Because they 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 they're teasing it. They're teasing it with Ray being harder. 
on on uh, on Dominic. Telling him what he should be doing, like just over, over criticizing him. So you can tell, you can tell something's coming, something's brewing. So you're gonna be the Brett son, Dad. I don't need your help anymore. Yeah. He's gonna be. He's gonna be the male Charlotte. I can see that. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> Might as well go ahead give him like the U.S. Give him the U.S. title or the IC title. Yeah. <laughs> see, he'll, he'll probably need the title to get to be to get over one more because I don't. It, I don't see him as a heel. It'll be weird seeing him as a heel. He might be a good heel, like a bread ass son. <laughs> well, we never we never heard him on the mic, so we don't know. I don't know. Got to have mic skills to pull that gimmick off. Trust me, I'm pretty sure he's been practicing behind the scenes for a moment like this. I got the Usos. I got the Usos retaining too. And I definitely can't see Ray as a heel. That man been a face. He been a face his whole career, just about, right? Who Ray? Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. What was he ever a heel? I mean, they was twin. They was supposed to be hills, but they was cheered when he was part of the filthy animals, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the LWO too. weren't, weren't they? weren't they supposed to be hills? Yeah, it was part of LWO, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh, t-shirt on his way, by the way. Huh? I, I should have that t-shirt very soon, by the way. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. They were. Uh... They would turn like Ray was turning them down for the longest period of time, but finally joined. Yeah. So I mean, he was really never heel in his career. He never will be too. Dominic will be the heel. No WWE can get a guy like Ray Mysterio. Boom! Remember that Royal Rumble? <laughs> oh yeah. They gave him a raw deal, man. They let him, they let that man be WWE champion for like ten minutes. Oh yeah, man. He got fed to Super Cena. Super Cena. But I could pick for Mr. Uh, Fortune on this one too. The Usos retaining. The Usos retaining. All right, let's get the women's championship out the way. So the Raw Women's Women's Championship, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be a triple threat. Correct? No, no. Let's get the big card out of the way. I'm sorry. Let's do Sheamus versus Damian Priest, the man with a thousand teeth. Thousand teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about piano keys. <laughs> like Tom Hanks and Big walking on his teeth. All right. So uh, Sheamus and Damian Priest. Who you got winning this one? Well, Damian Priest. It's his time. Yeah, it's about time. If they don't pull the trigger now, then you, know, you might as well send him back to NXT. Yeah, he should have. Well, that now. <laughs> NXT pretty much done. <laughs> that now. Wait, 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 what do you mean by done? They about to revamp that whole thing. They about to go call up everybody they call up, kick out who they kick out. It's about to be a straight developmental too. They're going to try to do the FSW route. I think they should – it should have been that way. I think Triple H tried to make it bigger than what it was. That's why FSW was so successful, man. They kept it local and they built them up. Because it's supposed to be developmental for the main card. That already acting like your main card, it's so good. I don't want to go there. It's wrong and – you know, what I mean, the main brands, the brands that bring the money, actually. No, no, so no I, I just 
I disagree. I disagree. It's the brand, brand. It's the main brand ruining the main brand. It's not th- th- those those young guys. What better way to develop them by putting them on TV, putting them in front of a crowd? You know, um, the fact. Yeah, that- but but it's it's the fan base is so different. It's not even w- more of an indie fan base. That's why it kind of ruins things. It's not supposed to be his old. It's not supposed to be his old promotion. It's supposed I mean, to be under it, the same umbrella. Yeah, but I mean, they made it. They made it. They made it a third brand. I think it was. I think that was some different, some fresh. You know, it's not. It's not a. It's not the. It's not the young guys' fault that they were outshining the guys on the main roster. The main roster stepped their game up. That's the reason why. You know, well, it's not the reason why, but I feel like. The reason why they're about to revamp AEW, I mean, not AEW, the reason why they're about to revamp NXT was because they took that L to AEW. And that's another thing, too. And don't that kind of make you question Triple H as a leader in a way? No. I, I, feel, I feel like he was, I feel like it was an uphill, it was going to be an uphill battle regardless. But he got the money. He got the machine. He got the production. He's not supposed to be losing to a company that's pretty much new. But he don't have the names. That's the thing. We These new guys, these new guys, they have, they have like the indie. What you mean? They have the names. They have some of the indie names. The indie darlings from back in the day. The Adam Coles of the world. But you he was huge in our age. Okay. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. They had. Uh, they had Cassius Ono. Well, you know his name in the indies. Everywhere in the indies, they had names. But if you put a guy like Chris Jericho on AEW TV. Those eyes combined are more than your Adam Cole's, your Cassius Ono's. They have the bigger. They've had. They they built. They built. You putting. They got Karrion Cross, who was like the biggest prospect. But see what they, they did. They, what they, they have did, names. The biggest they had mistake, Joe. They put they these young Joe. guys. They put these young guys uh-huh. up against these already established stars who made their names in WWE. Or WCW, it was an uphill battle. These guys have fan bases that followed them for twenty plus years, bro. And what these guys. You? So you tell me, Joe wasn't a big star before he came to NXT? Yeah, he. That's just one guy. He, yeah, he was a big star. Of course, he was. What about but, Shisuke? He was the man of Japan. That's Japan. He's over here now. All it of those. Tra- I- it's translated well. They knew who the hell he was. Yeah, and he got over. He got over, but that's on the main roster. He's on the main roster now. The thing about the thing about NXT, I feel like it was an uphill battle because they had a head start too. They started their show first too. Yeah. Who NXT? Yeah, they started their show before AEW came a couple of weeks later. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't enough to me. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to establish these guys the way your Chris Jericho's, your Paul White's, your Mark Henry's. They ain't doing nothing. Yeah, not just names right now. I'm just naming a few guys, just as an example. You know, um, they they, you putting young guys against already established stars who've been established for twenty plus years. Given the fact, given the fact that WWE, their lackluster booking, uh, you know, reputation has been following them for years. So people, people, of course, they're going to tune in the AEW because they want something fresh and new that reminds them. Of why they became wrestling fans in the first place. 
Yeah, and then let's be honest too. NXT they didn't do a good job building new stars like the uh, because that's why the other companies work. That's why the ruthless aggression era worked because they had a strong developmental. Yeah, and then you know things. One of my favorite moments of the ruthless ruthless aggression era is you could never predict who was going to win matches. You 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 couldn't predict it when Randy Orton won that. And, it, and, and this, this is good because it's a SummerSlam rewind. When Randy Orton won that title at, oh, at SummerSlam 04, mm-hmm. that was shocking to me. I was not expecting that. Nah, nobody was. And that's what we miss as wrestling fans. And I feel like that's what that's what AEW, that's what AEW provides. And if WWE is going to compete, then they're going to have to go back to that formula that, you know, <laughs> that they had back then. Exactly. That's that's my whole point. I think I think it's going to be good in the long run because they're going to focus on building new stars again. Yeah, you got a, you got a point on that. I mean, I, it's just you know, I just hope they don't. I hope they don't let go Hit Row. I love Hit Row. <laughs> I love Hit Row. I like seeing somebody represent for us and, put, and bring hip hop to wrestling. I love it. Nah, me too. Me too, personally. Me too, personally. Because let's be honest, when it comes to wrestling, I mean, hip hop is the strongest brand. They represent wrestling the most. I mean, they resurrected Ric Flair to a new generation. Yeah, and what better way? What better way to take the most popular genre of music and get more eyes on your product than to have some guys than than to have have hip hop than to push hip hop within within your company the right way. It's just how you present it to the main roster and what show would you put it on? Like, what they place in the card will be. That's that's the question. Well, first of all, we got to leave them as a faction. I don't want them to break them up like they do all... I know Vince hate factions. You know, I don't want them, I don't want them to break them up. Because um, I don't think Adonis... I don't think Adonis and uh, Top Dollar, they're not over enough yet to be on their own. Um... But I would put them on. I would put them on Raw. Raw could use Raw could use something fresh and new. Yeah, I mean, since the hurt business ain't around, I would say put them under MVP. Oh man, Ooh. that MVP be like a manager for them with the suit and all that. They, you know, what I mean, let him be the shit night. Oh man, oh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. that's what that's what I would say. That was a good. That was a good one. Good one. And man, and Swerve got it, got what it takes. Swerve could be a main event, at least a one-time main eventer. And then you have you have Bob as your as your champ. Oh, let, oh, let Bob be the man, and let them be the ones who replace Alexander and Benjamin. Yeah, bring back their yeah, business. I mean, it, 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 it's endless possibilities, but will they take it? I don't know, but. I guess to stay on track with things, we all picked um, the man with a thousand teeth. I know Mr. Fortune probably picked him too. Let's get to the women's championship match, the Raw Women's Championship match. Let's get it out the way. You got the champ, Nikki A.S.H. Do you know what that means again? Almost a superhero. <laughs> I, actually, I actually like that, though. Versus Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match. First of all, why a triple threat match? Yikes. Um, it's to protect somebody. You know who it is. Somebody, you know who it is to protect. 
You know what? But let me give you this fact before we continue. Charlotte Flair is currently 4-0 in SummerSlam matches. Slam match, you beat Trish Stratus. You know, I'd be surprised if... No, you know what? I'm going to be surprised. I could see Charlotte Flair winning titles because I feel like they're going to try to keep her happy to prevent her from, you know, going join, elsewhere. Join the family business? Yeah. I mean, I know, she, I know that, I know, and what, what promotion was it where, where they in where Andrade and Ric Flair put two people, put Kenny Omega in the figure four? Uh, was that, that was Triple Mania, Triple A. Okay. And I know, and I know by Charlotte seeing that, she was like, oh, wow, I want to be there. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was actually a hell of a moment, man. But Ric Flair, please don't wrestle another match. You could do shit like that, but he talking about he want to get back in the ring. No. no. Please don't please don't wrestle Kenny. I still remember that damn money in the bank where he fell off the ladder. He got thrown off the ladder. He told Woody Fay, he's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> that delayed ass reaction. <laughs> he hit the ground and was laid out. Ten seconds later, ah! <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. So I know, I know, Mister uh, Mister Fortune got Rhea Ripley winning. It's crazy. We all gonna pick different people. I can see Charlotte winning easily because of the tidbit that I gave y'all. But I got Nikki Ash actually retaining. Um, I just pray to God if they have a retain, have her pin somebody clean. Like your champion, your champion should be should look like a champion. Shouldn't be getting beat. Put it down. like this: regardless of what happens, she's going to be involved with the finish. Either it's going to be protect one of these other two ladies if she lose the strap, or she going to retain and, and pin rear. No way in hell, Charlotte eating the loss. No way in hell. I can see them protecting Charlotte. Yeah, Rhea going to take the pinfall to Nikki. That's what I'm saying. If that Nikki's going to take the pitfall to Charlotte, I don't have Rhea winning at all. Be honest with you, I don't see no scenario that Rhea's worth winning. I mean, if she <laughs> if she would have won, they shouldn't have took the title off her in the first place. Agreed. Charlotte smashed her, so you know, uh, I could see Charlotte. It's either going to be Charlotte or, or Nikki Ash. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie. This might this might be a contender for warm cheeks of the night. Now you know what to do. Well, it, it may be it may be better than what I thought because I thought the Charlotte and Rhea Ripley matchup. What was it? Money in the Bank. I thought I thought that match was gonna be trash because I didn't really care for it, but it, it, it turned out being one of the best ones on the card. Yeah, they uh, but that last triple didn't they have a triple threat not too long ago that was born as bricks? Yeah. Well, yeah, I just hate triple threats. I really do. I, I like them. I, I like them if you if you put the right people in there. Like I like when Brock ha- see when Brock Brock has the best triple threat matches to me. Yeah, because he's trying to kill both of them. They both try to neutralize him. Yeah, it, and, that, and that's that's the way I like to see it. I like to see two guys against a monster or two guys against somebody who's 
smart and unbeatable. Like Triple H, you put him in triple threat matches. That WrestleMania 20, that was a good match. Great match. Great match. One of the best triple threats ever. Yeah. Yeah, ask me. So I mean triple threats, they they if they done if they're done right, they're like they they're either good or they're not. So if they're done right, then yes, they'll be fire. But if they're just you can't put three technical guys, you gotta put three different styles in the ring. You can't put three technical guys doing submissions all night. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, can we get to the next match? All right, so let's get to the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Man, the first time they did it, they main evented the first night of WrestleMania, which was history. Now they're going to have to try to repeat it or make it better. You got Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. What you think of this one? Would it live up to the first match? Would it be better or worse than the first match? That's the question. It's going to be better. Mm. I like like Bianca a lot. It's going to be better. It's going to be better. I wish I'm starting to see a little change in her character. I don't want her to be like that super smiley baby face. Like, let her be. Let her be her. Let her be her. All that taking ass whoopings and coming back the following week smiling like, get out of here. Um, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be one of the one of the one of the best matches on the card. I agree. What I don't think it's going to be better than the first match. The first match was just the the scenario living up to the hype. It was like perfect. I can see it being good, but I don't see it being better than the first match. And I got Bianca retaining. Now I can see the match being better, but the build up to this one. Was but you know what though? Bianca might can lose this one though, because I mean, wouldn't you like to see a trilogy? Mm. Yeah, I would see. Okay, if if they have her drop the title with Sasha, I would rather see that than a DQ finish for a trilogy. Yeah, overdoes that shit. You know, you got Selena Vega chilling, Carmella chilling. One of them could do a distraction. I don't want to see a distraction finish either. Like, I, I want it to be either be straight up and have it straight up. Because they, they overdo, they overdo those kind of finishes. That's why you know I don't want to see it. They overdid it so much, like I don't want to see that kind of finish no more. Yeah, that's that and roll ups. Only roll up I want to see is hat. Fuck, you had the roll ups. <laughs> now you talking about Duff Triangle? All right, so uh, <laughs> give me. I got Bianca retaining, but. I wouldn't be surprised with Sasha when I got Bianca retaining. And if I know Mr. 500 is, yeah, Bianca all the way. That's his boo. I'm going with Bianca. All right, let's go with the reason why we're here, man. The two title matches, man. Let's go with the first one. Big Bob dominating, whooping ass versus the ultimate ass kicker. You're guaranteed not to have more than 10 minutes in the ring with him. Bill Goldberg, what do you think about this match? Uh, it's about to be a snooze fest. Um, it's gonna be too short for that. Yeah, I may, I may just blink and this shit will be over. Um, I'm just, I want Bob to run through him, make this match maybe five minutes. Um, 
make it five minutes. It definitely ain't. It definitely should not be the main event. Um, it's not. Sh- have it kick off the show. As a matter of fact, have it kick off the show. First match on the card. Have it be. Have it be a gentleman squash match. And set up. Let's finally get this block thing out the way. Come on, man. This this will. This is what I want to see. Brock might go to AEW. Yeah, stop fucking around. They, AEW got the bag. Yeah, they do. Like, like Vince is losing. Uh, you know, you selling those Trevor Lawrence jerseys <laughs> in Jacksonville. You get more AEW wrestlers. I mean, they, WWE is just li- they literally they literally feeding their competition. Like they're literally giving them the tools. To be successful, <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like, it's good for wrestling. I think low key this missed the competition though. Low key, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Like having AEW back is good for wrestling. Like it's bringing. Thank you. It's bring. It's I, bringing. It's, it's bringing more. It's bringing eyes back to the product. Yeah, can we? Yeah, can we just stop that? You got to choose one brand. Shit. As a wrestling fan, it's good for the whole product. Yeah, I mean, but my thing, my thing with AEW is just it's only certain things on the show I want to see. They got great wrestlers, but it's not enough to. I'm a WWE loyalist. I'm not picking the, between the two. I'll still watch AEW, but it's only certain things that I want to see on AEW. I don't want to see, you know, they don't have enough to get my eyes completely over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think no one has enough to be loyal to anything, honestly. I think you find what you like and you stick to it till you don't like it at this point. Yeah, I think WWE, they, 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 they have my, they've been having my attention since 1997, and I've stuck with them ever since, even through the, uh, even through the Monday night. Um, I mean, and, and WCW back then, I didn't really give WCW a chance. You missed out on some greatness, man. Yeah, I, I did, I did, I did. I used to stay up late because Nitro used to have the balls to show it back to back, so I used to catch the eleven to two a.m. at the row went off the air. So I couldn't stay up that late. Now the main, now the NWO the main event picture I was into. I was into that, um, but the rest of the stuff around it, yeah. the cruiserweight cruiserweight was amazing. Even like, the tag teams at one time when they had the Steiners and Harlem Heat. Oh man, the tag team division that was probably the best era of tag team wrestling, probably ever. Yeah, because I mean, even ECW, man, you had the Eliminators. With Perry Sander and Carlos, you had New Jack and Mustafa and ECW over there. The Dudleys was on to come up. Yeah, see, yeah. you know, with AEW, the only thing that keeps my attention over there is I just love Chris Jericho, man. That dude, a legend. And he's just, I give you that. He's just cementing his legacy further. And that moment he had the other night, I know that, I know we talking about SummerSlam. I don't want to get off topic too much, but that moment he had with the fans on Dynamite the other night, that's the stuff I love about wrestling. That's 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 what I love about sports entertainment and wrestling. Yeah. I mean the fans are very passionate. The fans definitely help the event. They definitely do. And you know what, though? I'm, I'm actually happy they have an hour show, but we get into that in a minute. Um, for this match, I'm going to actually pick Goldberg to win it. Wow, really? Yeah. 
they they gonna let Goldberg win the first time, then Bob gonna get it right back like a week or two later. They did the same thing with Brock. Nah, I can't see that. I can't see that WWE facing enough scrutiny. <laughs> I don't see them putting their title on Goldberg. Not now. Well, we know who 500 got. 500 got Big Bob. Trust me, it's, look, I want him to win so bad, but history always shows itself, and history always shows Goldberg. Goldberg's going to get this one. The thing about Goldberg, now, if this was if this was about 2016, yes. If this was 2003, yes. 1998, yes. But I just don't, I, I, I don't, I don't see it now. I feel like Goldberg will get his stuff in. He'll get his spears in and all of that. Oh man, he's gonna get two in the first two minutes. Yeah, he's he gonna, he's gonna get a few of them. I'm, I'm, I'm a, the spear count from Goldberg. I'm giving, I'm giving Goldberg maybe five spears. Five? I give him three. I, I'm giving Bob, I'm giving Bob maybe one spear and a hurt. Well, I don't see, yeah, hurt lock, hurt lock. You think Goldberg gonna lose to a hurt lock? Pass out. Goldberg gonna break the hurt lock. That's what I'm saying. He gonna try to do it early. Goldberg gonna break it. Spare jackhammer. I'm trying to tell you. As much as y'all gonna hate this shit, Goldberg's gonna win the title. No, you know what? It could end in a roll up. Let me say that. It could end in a roll up. Bob, he gonna pull pull Goldberg tight. Probably because that, that that won't that won't make Goldberg look weak. So it'll make Bob look like a bitch, though. No, you can't make you can't make him. Now Bob is too old. You can't make him look. He's, he's already built strong. You can't make him look weak. I think this, this that roll up finish would be to protect him and keep the Goldberg. You know how serious Goldberg is about his character. All right, one more match. One more match before we get to the main event. Edge versus Seth Rollins. The master might steal the show. Who you got? <sighs> My heart says Edge. My brain says Seth. Seth, the reason why I say Edge, <sighs> I can't really. I just I want Edge to me. I'm gonna say that. That's what my heart is with Edge, but. My brain is telling me Seth needs this win to get over. To get over a little bit more because he like his shit is stale right now. <laughs> to me. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the suits, then would we really be paying attention to Seth? What's Cesaro at? Good question. Really good question. <laughs> I got Edge winning. Because I think they want Edge to have one more run at it. I think Edge is going to get the title one more time eventually before he leaves for good. Yeah, but who's Roman going to drop it to? Hmm. That's the question. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> Edge or Brock? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless Big E do a surprise cash in on him. Which I don't see, so I would say Brock or Edge, because I still think Big E going to cash it in on the raw side. Yeah, I see Big E cashing in on uh, Bob. That's why I don't see Goldberg losing 
tonight. Uh, we'll have a biggie cash in on Goldberg. No, I don't think Goldberg going out like that. <laughs> That'd be fire, though. I ain't you know. Yeah, yeah, it would. It would, but yeah, but see, it, it'll make more sense story wise to have if Bob he, to have exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I predicted anyway when he first won it. Because we ain't seen a new day since. Yeah, Bob murdered him. <laughs> one by one, he murdered him. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fire, though. Bob win, Big E come out and cash. We all cheer. That, that could be dope. And they reunite the new day. That'd be a because you gotta think, man. This is the like biggest event in Vegas since that damn flop at WrestleMania nine. Wow! And this and this is the first one in the Death Star, man. So they gotta they gotta make something happen. They gotta make something happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I totally believe in the next few years, Vegas going to host the WrestleMania. Vegas, Vegas became. Would you consider that more AEW's backyard? You know what though? It's a lot of in, it's a lot of indie fans out here because we, I'm I'm be honest, it's one of the best indie promotions out here. Like indie indie FSW. I mean, you see Matt Riddle and Karrion Cross because of it. Yeah, it's a lot of indie fans. I mean, ROH had a good run when they came out here when they brought like Japan stars to the states. They wrestled in Vegas and Cali. So I mean, and then you know I mean you got a. Uh, CZW out there. I think they were they're in the Midwest and the West Coast. Yeah. Um that's a good question. You have, you have a lot of loyal have a lot of loyal loyalists too. Like the older crowd, like around my like a little bit older than me, they still watch WWE. But like for the youngest, and there's a lot of youngest out there, even people that's aspiring to wrestle, they look more into the indies. No. So it might be AEW territory. You got a point. Yeah, but yeah, but as far as pair wrestling though, I think Vegas is a very underrated town for wrestling. They have all the tools there. They have all the tools there. Man, we're the entertainment capital of the world. I think I think WWE really need to redeem themselves for WrestleMania. It's like the worst WrestleMania of all time. But one of the best venues. At the time at Caesar's Palace outdoors. But would it have been that bad if Hogan wouldn't have ruined the main event? Yes. All the matches. That that car was a disaster. The Road Warriors, garbage. Michaels and Tatanka was garbage. (laughs) That was a good match because Sean carried it. That's what I'm saying. Was garbage. Perfect. Crush. Don't even remember it. And then, you know, perfect was still kind of hurt. And Sean Michael ended up beating his ass in the back. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know. It was one of the worst. Jack Gonzalez versus Undertaker. Come on. No. Like they, they next three, next three to five years, they had to come out here. They, they had to redeem themselves. We got the venue, we got the fan base, we got the whole strip for you to enjoy. 
Let's hey, you can make a lot of extra money. Do some do some damn t-shirt signings and make some appearances while you're here. Yeah, let Mania let Mania go to Vegas. And I'm still on this side. I'll be out there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But uh going this year, Dallas. For the edge of Seth Rollins, though, who five hundred had? Uh, see that one I forgot. I want to see he had I'm gonna pick for him. I think he will pick Edge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I can see him picking Edge. All right, now let's get to the main event. He got your motherfucking tribal chief versus the returning movie star, John Cena. John Cena making a lot of moves. And he is. I mean, so. And it's funny you say that, because I feel like all those moves have to do with my prediction and what's going to happen tonight. But this ain't nothing but a pit stop. This ain't nothing but a pit stop and promotional tour. Because they keep plugging his movies in, in every promo. You notice. So, John ain't winning tonight. John is not winning tonight. No, nah, John ain't winning John ain't winning. It's another dash of Roman's belt. Because, yeah, he got the show with Lil Real coming up. He got another movie he's about to film for 2022. He, yeah, I mean, he got a lot going on. I like, I mean, I like that they, like they brought him back. Because he's been, he been, he's been he all over the internet with his peacemaker uniform. I think he went on Jimmy Fallon. He did like some wire thing with, uh, what's his name? Pete Davidson in the peacemaker outfit. Like he he enjoy your life right now. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, and I love that they brought him back because you know, but violating Roman on the mic. But since Ric Flair is gone, and they tied for sixteen, well, they just screw Ric Flair over and just give it to John just for one night. Because we both agreed John will get 17 before he's out, out. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Now, here, you know, here, here's another scenario. It wouldn't surprise me if John wins tonight, right? And we don't see Bill. And then remember how they used to keep the champion off TV for, for a little bit? I could see yeah. them. I could see them having John win. They keep him off of TV for a little while and then probably drop it at the next pay-per-view. I don't know what's after uh, SummerSlam, but and I see them having to drop it in maybe October or September or something. Or maybe on an episode of SmackDown because they, they, they're going to have to, they, they're going to need to pull some stuff because you know, AEW Rampage is on the same night as SmackDown. So. Yeah, it's an hour though. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's only an hour. So you can always just focus on the second hour. Let them win that. And then the second hour, you just blow up. So, yeah, I can see what you, I see what you mean. But come on, at the end of the day, Tribal Chief. Yeah, true. Tribal Chief. Tribal Chief. Tribal Chief. Fox ain't letting him give up the strap right now. <laughs> nah. I can't wait, man. I'll be laughing the build. I'm gonna take plenty of pictures, man. 
man. I, I am jealous. I got my Grapple Mania shirt ready, man. And you know what? You know what made you know what uh, made me mad yesterday. So last weekend I'm in Arizona. I go to Arizona last week. Phoenix, mm-hmm. Atlanta, mm-hmm. and this week SmackDown is in Phoenix, and I'm back here in Texas. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, beautiful, beautiful place by the way, Arizona. Oh yeah, I, uh, that may be my future home. Yeah, man, like that 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 Scottsdale, Glendale area. Great places for golf. See why a lot of people retire there. I don't know about Scottsdale, it's too rich. Oh, it's pricey. It's very pricey. I mean not 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 necessarily from a money standpoint, monetary standpoint, but from an attitude elitist standpoint. I don't want to be, you know, walking down old, old town Scottsdale and some rich Chunk. Oh, you're a friendly neighbor. I got you. You're a friendly neighbor. Yeah, I'm all about. I'm all about respect. I respect everybody, but you know, disrespect me. Let me catch a. Let me catch my seat up in that mess. <laughs> Who knows? You might be in Vegas. Who knows? I would definitely. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it is it pricey out there? No, not really. It's it's getting up there though. It's getting up there though. But you can get something nice. You can get something nice. But let's talk about this week in WWE since we got a little bit of time left. All right, man. Yesterday, man, after what was it, 2,733 days, about seven and a half years, we got the return of the best of the world, CM Punk, live AEW. And he called out his next match and opponent already. Tell me your thoughts on that moment, Big Russ. Uh, it was great to see him back. Um, ugh, I kind of, I, I kind of, I'm worried for WWE. They're making that move. Um, he took a few shots at WWE. He took a few subliminal shots at WWE, and he actually ignored his time in WWE. If you listen to that promo. Yeah, I mean, the kind of quote what he said, the last time I wrestled um, professional wrestling was August 13th, 2005. And that was when he left Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was a definite, that was a definite shot. Like, like I'm not even going to acknowledge y'all. <laughs> um, but I think, I think, I, I loved it. I'm glad he's back. I wish he was back. I wish he was back with WWE. Um, I'd love to see him. Yeah, but we know egos aside, that was never going to happen. So I'm just I, I'm glad he made his return because MMA was not the option for him. Well, he had no choice but to me. He you know he went out there to try different things, but he had no choice. Yeah, he, and a lot of people don't give him his credit. Shout out for him to even have the balls of trying. But yeah, you in there with some real killers. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. But I mean, at the end of the day, great. Great, great return. I kind of wish it was more of a surprise return and not predetermined as announced, but the passion and the interest, man, when he like jumped in the crowd and all of that. What better time than that home in Chicago? Well, they had no choice but to they had no choice but to announce it. I mean, because that was gonna be probably sell more tickets to announce it. Um, yeah, because he's coming back to Chicago to wrestle. 
at yeah. All Out in September, and his opponent is Darby Allen. Now, one thing I really love about the promo is that whole camera shot when he was talking to Darby Allen when he was in the Raptors with Sting. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's fire. Yeah, it was. It was. That's fire. You got Stings and CM Punk. That should be fire. And then, you know, Darby, like like I always say, if you're going to make a new star out of the company, Darby is the one. He's different. He got the fan base. He gives you young Jeff Hardy vibes. Yeah, but see, you know, but then here's the downside to that. I feel like they booked themselves into a corner. I feel like they booked themselves into a corner. Because, Explain. Well, because so if so if Darby Allen goes over, if Punk puts Darby Allen over, right? Which more than likely will happen. Um, you think so? I don't think yeah, so. I think so. So if if Punk puts Darby Allen over, what was the point in? Are you gonna? That's kind of gonna not kill CM Punk's return because. It's still going to be a high of it. It is. It's like it, it wouldn't make sense. Like just like you said, Punk should be going straight to the title picture, straight to the title picture. And yeah, if if Punk puts if Punk beats Darby Allen, are you doing the same thing that people criticize WWE for? Putting up like you have an old talent go over to the younger talent. It's just the return and everything. And I think name association alone, Darby Allen's already winning. He's going in the ring with a return to CM Punk after eight years. All eyes going to be on him. More than likely, this is going to be the main event of All Out if they're smart. It's in Chicago, yeah. No no, no question. No brainer. Yeah, CM Punk ain't leaving Chicago with an L. He's going to win. Darby's going to give a hell of an effort. And it's going to put both of them extremely over. But I tell you this, after he get this business over with him, he better go straight to the title picture. He might as well finish off Kenny. Yeah, get that belt off of Kenny. I'm good, good Lord. Don't put it on Christian. Get that belt off Kenny. Well, now nah, Christian already got the <laughs> – which is ironic and hilarious. He got the impact title from Kenny. But I heard, I heard they were, uh, they're retiring that. I hope so. But he got it, though. It's hilarious. But one thing I hope we don't see in that punk match, for the love of God, I hope CM Punk don't do that ugly-ass elbow. That shit is the worst elbow I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, you know he's going to do it. That is the worst elbow I've ever seen. You're going to get the elbow. You're going to get the knee and the bulldog. That you're going to get an anaconda vice. That I don't mind, but good Lord, do not do that. Do not point up to the sky like Randy used to and deliver that weak sauce elbow. That shit is, oh, have mercy. I think that's the, I could do a better elbow than that. Don't it make you miss Kari Zane? <laughs> yes, I mean, make me miss Kari Zane and make me miss Randy. Like, I seen, I was watching, I was watching when that, that Brock match, that Brock and Punk match. And when he elbowed Brock, I'm like, the hell was that? It didn't even look like an elbow. It looked like a diving form, like, like a diving fist or some shit. Oh no, the diving fist is a classic. Look like that That's Jerry a, Lawler shit, man. Like special. That's a Jerry Lawler <laughs> special. No, as a matter of fact, that elbow looked it looked like a splash. It just looked like a it looked like an ugly splash. Yeah, he going to do the elbow though. You know he is. No. 
And Dobby's going to jump from somewhere crazy and do a coffin drop. But Puck wins by GTS, man. The GTS or the Anaconda Vice? They got GTS. Darby ain't going to tap. You're going to have to knock him out. Who knows? Shit, Sting might get a GTS. Who knows? I could see Sting getting a GTS, but I could see I don't I I wouldn't I wouldn't I can't see Darby eating a pinfall. I could see um if he does lose, I could see him being choked out in the Anaconda Vice. Like passing out. Yeah, I can see that. But man, they kept the music and everything though with the interest. It looked kind of WWE, which I ain't gonna lie to you. Well, yeah, they had to. I mean, they 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 had to. That 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 music alone is. I'm pretty sure Punk pays the royalties for it. Or, or AEW, they had no expense. Tony Khan, yeah. Baby. I mean, look what I mean. Look what they did for uh, dude from the Young Bucks' birthday. They gave him a Space Jam music to come out to. They pay Warner Brothers, and then AEW think they slick. Like they, <laughs> I swear they they keep a lot of the likeness that these stars had in WWE. They keep a lot of the likeness and similarities and put them on TV, and they kind of get away with it. Because like I, I was, I was watching. Um, Oh, it's kind of like WCW. Remember Nash and Hall when they went over there? They was everything the same, but they names. Yeah. And, you know, Punk the same, got the same music. The Big Show, he's pretty much the, 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 the well, Paul White, he's pretty much the remix. His music is like a remix B-side version of uh, of his music at WWE. It's <laughs> a B-side. Yeah, B-side version of the, <laughs> of the Big Show. Same dude singing it. <laughs> That <laughs> for all you yeah. guys out there, tape players. And then Jericho's the only one that's completely different and revamped. Yeah, Miro. And, and Rusev. Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> still Rusev to me. <laughs> it's Miro, man. It's Miro. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, do you think this is going to be real competition? The only way it can be real competition is if WWE allows it. And what I mean by that is if they keep doing these, they keep doing these same finishes, the same whack booking. You know, um, if they don't liven up the product to kind of match, not necessarily do what AEW is doing, but kind of rival what they're doing in a certain way, then yeah, AEW can be competition. On the same token, I feel like they won't do that because they want to be different. They want they want to, they want to be they want to be alternative you know, to AEW and vice versa. So look we gotta get a cash in tonight. This is the first major four event. You know what I mean? Since y'all let crowds back in daily shows. Cause I know y'all had uh, WrestleMania in the rain. Oh yeah, so yeah, they have to. And please, Elysia Stadium, if you're listening to me right now, please close the dome tonight. It's gonna be 102 outside. Close the dome. Ooh, 
Yeah, you don't want another Saudi Arabia uh, incident happening with, with Goldberg hit his head and dehydrated. Yeah, this close closes. They probably gonna close the dome more than likely because it's actually been a lot of events at Allegiant lately and all close. We had um, Raiders preseason game and a couple of uh, country concerts. Hmm. One rock and roll concert. They've been selling out, though. <laughs> Traffic sucks here, but, hey, it's going to be a good one, man. So I'm going to leave early on that one. But do you feel do you feel that um, AEW is going to be real competition? I hope so, for the sake of American pro wrestling. I mean, the only way they really – like I said, Punk got to be champ immediately, man. Yeah. Yeah, I got to convince Daniel Bryan to come over very soon. And I know there's a couple of other big names behind the scenes that's willing to leave, too. Yeah, I think Adam Cole is gone. Adam Cole Adam Cole probably going to lose tomorrow. I can see him, you know, leaving. AJ? AJ Styles? Give it a cup when his contract – he signed again, but once his contract over, you think he's just going to retire? Mm, how old is he now? He's like 39, 40. But that's kind of when you're in your prime in pro wrestling, honestly. I could, I could see, I could see him. Ah, uh, yeah, I could, I could see him going somewhere else. Eh, possibly, because I ain't gonna lie, AEW. I mean, not AEW, but WWE did do a lot for his career. Even though he was already established, he was one of the ones you send to NXT. You're an idiot. Yeah, he, they can't afford him. WWE they had to. They had to. WWE, they can't. Af- I don't think they can afford to lose no more top people to AEW. They can't. They will. I'm just. I just want to know what Braun going to do. I don't know what they would do with him in AEW. I mean, shit. He'd be the only. They'd be the only monster they got, really. You know what? It may be a long shot, but I could see WWE resigning Bray Wyatt secretly. I could see that too. I could see I could see him resigning both of them, him and Braun. I could see that because I ain't gonna lie, let Bray go. That'll be a huge blow. Super blow. But then again, it is WWE. You know, they've, been, they've, done, they've done a lot of stupid shit and got away with it because it was lack of competition. Because, um, you know, one thing AEW is good at is merch. Oh, my God. Imagine the merch they got now with CM Punk. I hope they bring back the Best in the World t-shirt because I missed it when it first got released. I'm going to get one of them joints now. Oh, he had a limited edition one. Oh, he can't see the, yeah, you see the when he took it off and then sat on the floor? Show oh, the yeah. world. Mm. Yeah, I had the great, I had the great CM Punk one. The one he wore on uh, the WrestleMania with, uh, was it Randy? No, Taker. I think it was the Taker one. Yeah, that's, yeah. I want, I want the one the one that he had on last night. That's the one I like. The white one? Yeah, that's the classic one. That's what I'm saying. They already been good at merch, so. I got several Jericho shirts. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Tony Khan is just bearing no expense. 
Because, I mean, it's his daddy's money. I mean, it's almost a Ted Turner situation with Bischoff. Yeah, and then, and see, the, thing is, the, the, the fact that they gave life to this twice, like, WWE was poorly managed. Every mistake that WCW made, AEW's not going to make. And the only reason why... They we, shouldn't. And then the only reason why WCW died was because it was, like I said, it was poorly ran. It was poorly ran. And then, I mean, the AOL Time Warner murder was huge, too. Yeah, but I still think. I still think. About they it. said they ain't want wrestling no more, so they had to find another company. But see, they were already sinking leading exactly. up to Exactly. Exactly. You know, by the time by the time the merger happened, even if they would have done the 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 quote unquote big bang like they were planning on doing, it wouldn't have saved the product. Nah. I mean, you could say the same for ECW in a grander scale. Yeah, but see, ECW they had they had they had WWE to fall back on because WWE was actually you know in part well, partners with them kind of. Yeah, but by the time you know two thousand came around and two thousand one and the TNN deal and all of that, they was they were ruined financially. Yeah, and in so many words, you know, Paul Lee was kind of stealing the money and not paying his wrestlers so to try to keep them running. They was mishandled poorly because they had one of the biggest buzzes ever. Yeah, I mean, hell, they got time at Raw for it. Yeah, Jerry King Law, when he was still super relevant, had a feud over there. Yeah, they gave him, WWE gave him a shot. Gave him a shot and, you know, gave him a little boost. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, they did take Austin. Once Austin went over there, it was over. A long time ago. It's like they lost Austin. He only had like three, he only had like three matches over there. WWE, I'm, I'm telling you, they better they better take care of their talent, do right by them because AEW is coming. They are serious. We'll see, man. We'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, they got to get the ratings. But I ain't gonna lie though, ESPN Sports Center, everybody did see Punk return. Like it was, it definitely went in the right direction for AEW. Now they just got to capitalize on it. And they will. Like a, they they have to. Been, What's the? Been. He got to win the title very soon, though. I think he'll be the one to take it off, Ken. He's got to be the one to take it off, Ken. I hope so. But it sucks, though, because for people like Hangman Page, that deserves it. What are you going to do with him now? Yeah, I feel bad for that dude. His 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 push is taking a back. It's probably going to take a back seat to uh, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan coming in. Yeah, Jungle Boy too. Nah, but then again, Jungle Boy, like he talking about, he don't want to cut promos. He don't like cutting promos. I'm like, he's never going to be a star if he can't cut a promo. Yeah, because it's not like you, not like you're big enough to. It's not like you're big enough to be a monster, a silent monster. <laughs> I mean, he's he's the son of Luke Perry. Come on, yeah. You gotta have a little bit of that in your blood. What a little bit? Huh? 
Where the hell has Luchasaurus been? Somebody they wasted. Ugh. It should should have been pushed in the beginning. Could have been like first TNT champion or something to me. Yeah, he was the only big man they had. And he did amazing shit for a big man and not too much amazing shit. Him, him and Dajakovic, they 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 remind me of each other as far as like wrestling style. Well, Dajakovic push got messed up because it's injuries. Injuries and then this retribution crap. Because right after the Keith Lee feud, I think he could have went main roster and did something. I mean, injury holds a lot holds a lot of these people back. Same with Tommaso Ciampa. If he ain't get hurt for that year, even though he came back and probably the best NXT champion ever, DIY would have been a great tag team right now in SmackDown. Tommaso Ciampa, he reminded me so much of Triple H when he was the champion. Like the 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 ruthless the obsession, the obsession by being champion. That and that and that 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 sadistic kind of style that he had. Reminded me a lot of uh, Triple H. You can tell yeah. Triple H had his hands all up in there as far as like. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah, he uh, he's one of the ones like, if he didn't get hurt, DIY would have definitely been a great tag team in their main roster. Well, Gargano's still killing it. He said what? Gargano's still killing it. Like, I, I, like, the, I like the way, bro. I, I like the You know, they. they yeah. They're in the, they're entertaining for where they're at. I don't see it translating to the main roster. He'd be just another guy. Depends on how they use him. Depends on how they use him. I mean, you can say that about anybody, but you know, some people, you know, they just don't have. I would say the look. I won't say the talent. I ain't gonna disrespect nobody in the ring, but I would say the look, the overall ability. Well, I think Gargano has the look. Well, Austin Theory probably has the most potential out of out of out of all of them. By far, by far, that dude funny as on the world. He could be a, but the thing is, if you take him seriously, he could be a star and actual great wrestler. Yeah, I see. I see. He can have the same balance Triple H has. The Triple H, Triple H can be serious, sadistic, but he can also he also got a sense of humor too. Yeah. And so Austin Theory can be that guy. Yeah. I, out of all of them, I do see the most potential in the main roster with him by far. You're exactly right. I would even take it a step further. Like, out of everybody at NXT, he might have the most potential. Yeah, I say he does. Um, I like I like Swerve. I didn't like him at first. Y'all know I hate it. Y'all know I hated Swerve. I hated that name. I couldn't stand that name. I couldn't the name Swerve. Man, what the hell is that? But Swerve didn't want me over. I, I, I feel like he's – this was the perfect change he needed. Yeah. Loved it. loved it. So, yeah, Swerve is one of the one of the guys who got potential on the main roster. Let's see who else. Walter, of course. Walter might be, like, the best in wrestling, honestly. Yeah, it is. Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn too. They don't feature him enough, though. Pete Dunn or Walter? No, Walter. Yeah. And I like uh, what's the dude? What's the dude? He's uh, Dragonoff. Dragonoff's pretty good too. 
He's decent, yeah. But he's similar to me. To me, he's similar to. He reminds me of another Finn Balor kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like I like how they keep it old school with Walter, but with Walter though, I mean, come on, he's like the ultimate old school. Could translate to the type of type of hill, like no nonsense. Everything takes seriously. You would have to put him on Raw. You couldn't put you can't you can't have him and Otis on SmackDown. Who Walter? Yeah, they probably wouldn't even cross paths. But I mean, they won't. But you wouldn't want to have two guys, two two guys who are very similar. They're both monsters. You can't put them both on the same show. I wouldn't put them on, both on the same show. Well, Raw needs something. Yeah, Raw Raw needs. They need a they need a facelift. A huge one. A huge one. Huge big titty facelift. Seriously, a huge one. That's what they need. That joint is unwatchable. I don't know how y'all do it. I don't know how y'all do it three hours. I, I see. My thing is, I, I watch it. You know, my with my schedule, like I watch it, but then I'm probably going to bed by like seven, seven thirty. So I just catch the highlights the following day. But honestly, they need to take it back down to two hours and not make it three. They want to be yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, I am gonna be watching Rampage because it's an hour. Yeah, they're not oversaturating it. Nope. Three big matches, a couple of big promos. You gotta have a title match every once in a while. Keep it moving. Yeah. I like it. But only put title matches on there. Honestly, I will have them. If you want to put a title match on Rampage, nah. Never mind. I was going to say make it. You got to think about it. In the 80s and all of that, most of them shows was an hour, bro. Yeah. That, that, could, that shows you could do a hell of a lot in an hour of television. Like, didn't, didn't that Monday Night Raw used to be an hour? Uh, When it first came on? Yeah. Yeah, it was an hour for a little bit. Then it became two hours, like, quickly. Like, I want to say by the 94, 95. Yeah. Because um Brett and one two three kid was like one of the first, right? First uh matches on the two hour show? Yeah. One of the first main events on the two hour. Brett one two three kid. I might I might be off but I think Brett was a champion, it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brett one two three kid. People sleep on one, two, three, kid. But anyway, we can talk about that forever, man. Anything else you want to say before we get into SummerSlam? Man, enjoy SummerSlam, bro. Enjoy it. You're lucky. <laughs> I, I, look, I hope it ain't booty cheeks because I don't want to come and shit on it the next day. All right, man. Mr. 500 be back soon when we do the review. Shout out to him, the tribal chief of Southeast. This is your boy, Flair Jones. One time. Woo. And then my co-host today. Big Russ, lift seven trucks, rocking Nikes today. New Chucks. Bang. And we out. Peace.